All right, hello everybody. My name is Flo. Hi, it's Sandy. My name is Jane. And I'm Brennan, and this is String Along. This is episode 13, and today we're going to be talking about should people change? Do people change? And the toxic people in our lives. So, <laughs> have you <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys uh have you guys encountered toxic people in your life well first before we even go to that i want, I want to know like what is a toxic per- person how do i know if that person is a toxic person i would say someone someone who has mentally drained your energy or has uh made you feel tired or restless also yeah. someone that like drags you down with them or you know, a friend you're supposed to grow together and like, like you know, move up together. But there are some people that drag you down, or they mm-hmm. want you to come, like, you know, they want you to do worse than, or they don't like want you to do well. And I think those mm-hmm. people are very toxic. Like you yeah. could have fun and everything, you could have fun and everything, but there are some people that have fun but they don't um really want you to succeed. So they they're just like trying to have fun and like you know, only like not willing to grow. Yeah. Um, for me personally, toxic people are the people that keep holding you back, even though you want to like, you know, grow uh, yourself. And they are the people who are kind of narcissistic and they believe that they are better than you. And they just, it, they just try to hold you down. Um, for example, like if you were to um, branch out, make new friends, they are the people that are like, oh, why are you making new friends? Like the only friend you need is me, right? I don't know about you guys, but I've, I kind of I had a friend in the past that was like that. Um, so like how, how, how was the situation was for you guys? Like in a sense, like when you mean by your only for me are they trying to make them feel more exclusive so that only you and that person are just hanging out no they just didn't they just didn't want me to hang out with other people other than them oh i feel like that's just insecurities no isn't that just insecurities and they value you so they don't want to lose you to other people so it's like insecurities it really is insecurities and um i personally feel like you know it's it's just not good if you're trying to prevent people from like making friends and hanging out with people, you know? True. I, okay, I get that. Yeah. Like when you're in a relationship too and they don't want um, their significant other to hang out with anyone else and like it might be because of insecurity, but that's such a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. So I guess it yeah. applies to friends too. Yeah. No, I uh, I think on Reddit, I read that uh, some some girl's boyfriend told her that she stank like her she always had bo- body odor or something Uh-oh. and then she like she showered and she kept like really clean and then at some point he admitted that he only said that she stinks all the time because he was worried she was gonna leave him and then she ended up leaving him because obviously that's fucked up oh that's God. so fucking toxic no way that is what the- wait what <laughs> wait are you serious yeah no it's crazy wow wait i mean i've known i've known people i've known people who are in relationships where they won't let 
their significant other go out with the opposite gender because you know there's that social norm where a guy and girl can't really be friends you know what i mean and and because of that that idea that they have in their head that's how toxic it was and to be honest i think it's very common like very yeah it's it's kind of crazy because no one really expects it to be you know we, we thought that it's just like a small like thing but apparently everyone feels that way mm. you know and then what and then when it comes to changes like what do you guys think should happen to that person like if they break up is it just for them to like improve or honestly um i feel that like people like that they need to realize like how they are being toxic um you shouldn't stop a person from living their life you know um i get it if uh someone has concerns about like certain things like oh you are for example like they should be talk about it and be like oh i am concerned that you are hanging out with this person a lot and that you're too close to this person and um i'm okay with you guys hanging out but you guys should have like some type of boundaries that would make me feel a little bit more comfortable what do you guys have you guys encountered any you know people that you know you know that are toxic in your life and they had to change um i pick and choose friends a lot i think so um usually you know if i don't vibe with them then usually I don't, i'm not friends with them but there are times you know where i do some wrong choices and i've had a friend that was pretty toxic to me uh, pretty toxic as in i valued him as a friend and all that but every time i would go out and meet new people and stuff like that he would be next to me and stuff like that uh the only way he would get attention is by shit talking me in front of people so when i was at like bars and clubs and i'm trying you know like hit on girls it ain't gonna work out if someone's shit talking you in front of them so i got so pissed at him and then um i told him multiple times i gave him warnings you know like hey I'm not going to fucking be hanging out with you or like, you know, dealing with you if all you do is be negative towards other people about me. So I told him multiple times and eventually that person didn't change. Um, it didn't, that person didn't change and I cut him off my, you know, my friends, I guess. He was one of my closest friends. And then I just thought that it wasn't worth it to spend time with him just because he kind of like drained my energy or like wasted my time too. Um, so eventually I just cut it off. And hopefully he did change. I don't know how it, how it's been since then, but maybe he learned a lesson from it. Maybe he didn't. So who knows? Mm. I mean, uh, the reason why we need people to change is because you know those people bring us pain and frustrations. And I feel like it's okay to want people to change, um, but for sure you have to go about it in a certain way and not be like oh, um, I want you to change because I want you to, to change. Um, do you guys uh, think it's okay for people to change? Or, yeah. I, I think it's always good for people to change for the better. So if they always mm. try to want to improve and all that, then there's no stopping, obviously. Um, what do you... I have a question. What do you guys think about those friends? I actually believe this is one of the toxic features of a friend too, but when you're, because I think it takes a while for you to um, tell them their problems and um, that it's bothering you and you want them to change. And there are some people that are like super defensive about it. Like they might be attacking you. It's like, oh, but you do this. Like, why are you giving me shit for 
you know, doing this or whatever. Do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Like if someone is being super defensive and they don't want to hear any advice from you, um, how would you go about that? You actually bring up a really good point. Um, I feel that those who resist like that type of thing when you bring it up are the people who kind of need change the most. Um, they're usually kind of in denial about like things and they just want to be like supposedly this better person than you. Well, I think I think also the defensive mechanism that they have is also because I'm pretty sure they're aware of their negative parts. And when people point it out, it just like creates like a different like energy. Because like they're like, oh yeah, this is my flaws and I already know it. But if people call them out, they're gonna be like, if he's gonna talk shit about me, I'm gonna talk shit about him. And then Ooh, yeah. but but then normally if you're friends, they would more than likely hear. But then again, you know, friends sometimes it won't, you know, be that case. Because mm. I think regardless, people would take into consideration, but they would definitely like defend themselves. Cause that's like natural instinct, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I agree 100% with everything that's been said. Uh, it's also, it's hard for people to admit it, I think. And like the first step to resolving a problem is to know that there is a problem, right? Um, so I think if the way I try to do it, at least, is I try to have them admit or realize that what I'm saying is true. So if I if but, I think something, yeah, go ahead. But how would they realize it? Like when you it's give like, examples? Well, well, for that, from that one friend of mine, or that one of my old friends of mine, when he did that, um, I asked him, "It's like, hey, do you realize that every time we hang out, the first thing you do is shit talk in front of people?" I asked him that question first and make try to make him realize. And then um, at first, like usually, I don't know for some reason, he would always spaz and like deny it. Um, but I think repeating it multiple times, and then when it happens, letting him know, it's like, hey, look, look you're doing it again. Uh, I point him out right in the moment. And at that point, like, if he still hasn't realized it, then he's very close-minded or he's, like, such in denial that it's not worth um, trying trying to keep going, uh, trying to change it, I guess. I think it's so hard to, like, make someone admit to their fault because it's, like, mm-hmm. hearing it from, like, maybe, like, your parents or someone that's, like, older that knows you well um, and they really want you to change and they really don't like the behavior, then, yeah. But as a friend, I think it's so hard to tell them, like, like make them admit that they're doing something wrong it's like i feel like that's also like part of the reason why a lot of people lose their friends because they confront because they care about they care enough about them for them to change and that's like mm-hmm. i think that's why like everyone's so careful when you tell your friends like their problem something that's bothering them because you're afraid that they're gonna not take it well and just leave <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, because there are friends where I can actually tell my problems to and point out their problems. And we would have like, you know, I have like these high school friends. Um, shout out to them. But they they are always like open to like listening and talking. Right. And then I have friends who do not like even if like, I, I point out something, they would just be in denial. And in a sense, you want to improve that friendship. But at the same time, it's like, dude, if you just hear me out everything will work out you know what i mean i think it's also like kind of difficult more i feel like it's easier for guys to comfort 
confront their friends because it could be logical. But with girls, it's like emotions are always involved in it. And it's like, oh, I can't believe this friend was, um, you know, thinking this way about me. And, you know, that's just going to have them think a lot. And then it just becomes awkward. Guys, I feel like it's like, hey, like, I don't like this about you. Like, could you fix it? And then they're like, okay. And then they'll fix it. And then they'll be like, okay, kind of thing. With girls, it's like, hey, like, there's something I don't like about you. And they're like, oh, this person is um hating on hating me, on me. Like, judging me like you know <laughs> i think it's because when girls uh have some type of confrontation they're not very straightforward about it mm. they go about it in like such a roundabout way where it's like <laughs> it ends up making the other person start to decipher everything else um mm. so Damn. i think that's i think that's the biggest difference between like girl and guy confrontation and um I think it's always good to have constructive criticism for people, but you have to, when you give criticism, right, you have to, like, give some type of solution to it, not just be like, oh, you, I don't like you because you do this thing. Be like, oh, like, I don't like you because you do this thing, but you could work on this in this way. Well, okay, but there's a thing, like, I know this is totally, like, a different subject, but you know when how girls cry about their issues with guys? They don't want guys to give them uh, solutions, right? They mm -hmm. all they only want the guys to listen to what they have to say and it's like a solution. Wouldn't that be the same in that case as well? Where maybe a girl already has that solution. They just want someone to talk to. Especially if they're not in a relationship. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, are you, like maybe are you... they have... Uh huh. Go ahead, go ahead. No, like maybe they have like a solution for themselves, but they just want people to. He she just want to express her feelings to a friend. Does that work or no? I mean, like, are you are you trying to give criticism to? So say there's two people, A and B, right? So A is trying to give criticism to B, um, and B is just. You know, I guess it's different. Okay, never mind. I think that's a different um scenario then, because I was just thinking like girls like normally they would just want people to listen to them rather than you know hearing people's solutions and all that. Mm. This mm. is In more about us confronting them first. So mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, like if they are coming to you and then they're like, oh, like this person did this and that, and then if you're like, oh, like. Um, maybe you should think about it too like you do have problems with this and like and then the girls could be like oh no I want you to just listen to me I don't need you to give me advice and like it could be like that but if you're confronting them first it's a difference wait but Brendan could you be implying that also girls may know all of their flaws already and maybe that if they get a slight push from someone they could fix it <laughs> I mean, implying is a very strong word, flow, but I'm, I'm leaning a little bit towards that area. But at the same time, I'm not sure. That's why I'm asking mm. San Yen, uh, Jane, because I'm actually curious. I'm just genuinely curious. In a way, don't we all know like our own like flaws about ourselves? Yeah. You know, it's just whether you choose. Well, okay, but like you kind of know like what you have issues with, like about yourself, right? right. And when someone points it out, you either reject that because you're in denial about it or you accept it because you know and you want to work on it. Mm -hmm. But how can someone work on it when if no one's pointing it out in a sense? 
if let's just say you have a weakness, right? And and you really don't know about it. Because I have a friend who's super like agitated and he's always like aggressive when he speaks. It's hard for me to talk to that person, especially when, with the way he talks. But how do you guys go around that? Because I wouldn't consider him a toxic friend, but it's just that aggressive behavior. Mm, I mean... Uh, obviously you approach that friend when that person is probably in a better mood um <laughs> uh and then you kind of just bring up like oh like i feel like you know there are things that we could work on together like you know just talk about your own flaws as well just mm-hmm. so you know you're you're just not like pointing out like oh what's wrong with that person type of thing I agree with that. Have a sit down and say, hey, let's talk about our flaws. I kind of want to know more about my flaws and I want to know what you think about it and then I can give you some uh, feedback. I think that works. I'm actually the opposite. I would just point them out when it happens, when they're being aggressive. It's like, oh, you're aggressive. Kind of just like, it's not like you want to like tell them to fix it now kind of thing, but it's like, I want them to know that they were aggressive at the moment. So they know exactly because when you sit them down and then you're like, oh, let me yeah, tell you about your flaws. Like, I think you're aggressive sometimes. And they're yeah. going to be like, when? What time? When did I say that? Like, true, tell true. me what day. What, you know, you just have to like, then you have to like think about examples. And they're like, oh, you were bothering me then. Why didn't you tell me then? And so I think um, if it's something with aggressiveness, like I would just uh, point it out right there. But you know who I respect the most? People who are willing to listen. Or people mm-hmm. who actually likes getting called out. I actually, that's what I like about this person as well. Like, although he's aggressive, he wants to be called out. Mm-hmm. So, so in a sense, like people who change, not just because of their behavior, but they can actually like adapt, and that's what makes like us humans so like advanced. You know what I mean? Wait, Jane, you never told us about any toxic friends yet. Toxic friends? I did. Um, my <laughs> thing about like people being defensive when they when I oh. call out problems because usually like I'm not very good at confrontation but if I do that that means it, it's been here like long time and I'm like trying to express it but there was one time where I like um like said something like oh like I think there's some things that you could fix and then um they're just like super um super defensive about it and it started calling out like my flaws and it was like <laughs> Hey, Brandon, yeah, no. it ain't me, all right? Oh. It ain't me, all right? Stop laughing. It ain't me. <laughs> bro, you were giving a look, bro. You were like... Flo and I had a lot of... You know what? You know what? The Flo, Flo and I already uh, had a lot of times where he was like... Flo was like, hey, like, could you tell me what my flaws are? I think that's uh, why, that's when he wanted to tell me about my flaws. Motherfucker. No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. There now are no... There's a lot of times where I've asked Jane, like, hey, like, can you tell me what my flaws are? But that's not because I wanted to point out your flaws. It's because, okay. I, like, I know there's nobody that can be perfect, but to get closer to that, at least, is to be aware of your flaws and eventually, like, you know, work towards it. Because you don't know what you don't know, right? And some people can make you remember or know what you don't know. I think mm-hmm. what you, you don't know what you don't know is very powerful. Because it's outside your your knowledge, you know. It's like something that you don't even know you didn't know. And there's a lot. <laughs> That's gonna be so confusing. But there's a lot of things like that I don't know about myself that a third party could tell me, and in that moment mm-hmm. I can change for the better. 
So that's the reason why I asked for those flaws because I just want to better myself. You know, that's it. Okay, okay, okay. Now Jane's just it. overthinking things now. Oh my! Oh, no, no, I didn't think of it much, but if you explain, you're like, oh, like, let's sit down, tell me about my flaws, so that you could tell. Okay, that's why I was like, wait, wait, this guy did it to me. Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I thought he just wanted to know his flaws, but <laughs> he just wanted to call me out on something, right? <laughs> That's just a strategy that I put out. I put it out for the, you know. So when you guys are confronting a friend, is it more preferable to be a one-on-one conversation or with a two-to-one, or you know, make him feel like an intervention? I would definitely say one-on-one because if you do. Um, point out their flaws it's like this you when a student is having a problem you never call them out in front of the whole class being like hey you're too loud or you don't pay attention like you know you don't say that you have to like you know talk to them afterwards and then tell them their problems because imagine like you just sitting there in the middle of it and like people are all watching you get in trouble that's literally the worst thing that could happen so for me i would just say one-on-one quiet flow well, you have something to say. Sometimes it's good when a kid gets scolded in front of everybody if the problem is really bad. It just depends on the how bad it is, I think. And no, don't get me wrong. It's always better one-on-one because now we're adults. We're adults. <laughs> so, like, one-on-one is good. But when it's a kid that's doing some, like, if, it's, if say, it's, like, bullying, then that person needs to get scolded in front of everybody. It depends on the, the how bad it is, right? But that's completely out of context, but... I think one-on-one is always better since we're adults. It's like if you're doing a two-on-one, it's more like, I guess you're afraid to confront, so you kind of need somebody to back you up. And I think that's just kind of like, that's not mature in some ways. Makes the other person who's hearing kind of more feel shittier for that person, I guess. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's like, it's better to have one-on-one because when you're in like a group or even two people, like a talking to this other person about their flaws it just feels like you're attacking the other person right um but when it's on one-on-one it's it's a serious conversation and um you could just i don't know you you just have better talks when it's one-on-one yeah i agree also it may seem like both of them had a problem with you so it's like wow like who else did like had the same thoughts because usually if it's one-on-one it's like you don't assume that everyone around you felt the same way it's more like personal one-on-one so it's like you don't have to try to like um act like it's completely different from other people and like feel awkward but if there are more than one people like involved in that I, I i would just feel like everyone thinks the same way about me and they all talked about it without me being there mm-hmm. okay, i that's all I think it's also crazy how I feel like a lot of people, like, you know, a lot of people talk um, about other people. Like, you know, it's just like the, it's like way some people bond. It's like you talk about someone else. Yeah, Yeah, gossiping, Mm -hmm. right? But have you ever guys thought of like how many people in like, in what way other people talk crap about you or gossip about you? I actually have thought about this. Oh, yeah? And honestly... Yes, I have. Because uh, uh, when I was, you know, obviously a leader of like this organization, um, you know, you meet a lot of people. And there's no way people aren't talking shit about you. Um, you kind of just have to accept it and you don't let it bother you because obviously, you know, you know yourself probably. Um, but I don't know. I, I've never heard it 
directly from other people about what other people say about me. So I don't feel like it has affected me that much. Mm. But honestly, I don't give a fuck about what people think about me. Mm. Oh, yeah. I agree, though. I never, it never bothered me because I, I don't even know what it is. But I'm sure a lot of people talked about me. But mm-hmm. I wish that if someone else heard it from someone else and they were like, oh, this person said this about you, I'll rather not know. Like, you could mm-hmm. talk about it with other people, but just don't make me know. Like, I wouldn't want to know, especially if it's you know, not from the actual person. If I found out that someone was talking shit, I would typically not call them out unless, like, it, you know, deals with, like, family and stuff. But, like, normally, I don't think I really care. I don't know. Because I feel like I feel like if I've already had, like, a good, like, group of friends and, you know, they know me for who I am, that's all that matters because i do know there are people who love gossiping like oh my god like it was mm-hmm. to the point where that's their favorite topic to just talk about and and that's so toxic in a sense that you know all you hear is bad shit constantly yeah. like and it's just sad you know what i mean like i mean no offense to this person but like if you're constantly just trying to talk shit to make yourself feel better that's so like condescending like it's just so messed up in a sense and, and the crazy part about this is whoever you're talking to, so that toxic person talking to a nice person about it. Um, so if someone t- <clears throat> gossips about someone so much about all the negative stuff, then that person could get affected and start disliking the other person for no reason. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's, that's something that I hated. Like once I heard like someone talk shit about someone, eventually I started disliking uh, that one person and that, per- that one person didn't do anything wrong to me. But all of a sudden, I started disliking that person without even realizing. And in that moment, I was like, yo, stop talking shit to the other person. Because I knew it was like, it was bad. If you guys know it's so toxic, what do you guys do when someone like, say, you had a friend that only gossips about other people? Um, what would you do? Because honestly, me, I, I changed a little bit. And I used to just gossip with them and just not think of it as much. But I felt like that was just bad itself, too. So I started just like telling like putting good words for that person it's like oh maybe that person did this because of this and then they get annoyed with you and they don't have fun gossiping because i'm trying to like justify them and then they stop talking and that's mm-hmm. why I, that's what i do <laughs> that's my strategy what yeah do I, I do i actually do the same thing as jane um i like try to say good things about the person instead of like saying the negative things and if if at that point if the other person who's like gossiping about another person and they're not stopping i kind of just be like oh i gotta go like and then i don't really hang out with that person anymore because really? if that person is bad mouthing like other people right think about what they do behind your back yeah true yeah 100 i agree with that and and it's so powerful with how they say things because it will definitely change your whole mindset because because think of it this way if that person talks shit about let's say c you're 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 like like flo said whatever you see and see is gonna just be negative yeah and then it's just so bad i find it so insane and and to change the um, that toxic friend it's gonna be so difficult because that's all that what they're used to Mm -hmm. but then again gossip is like supernatural like Mm -hmm. we're meant to talk shit like that's Mm -hmm. just human yeah, there, there's a thing with gossiping and being negative about it, you know? Like, you could talk about other people, like, oh, this person did this and this, and you could be like, oh, it's funny, like, um, but if you, like, start saying, like, oh, like, this person 
is acts this way their personality is bad blah 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 like that's just not good that's true there are some other ways like even like with COVID it's like there's some people that hang out with people and they're like oh my gosh this person like goes out so much and like hangs out with so many people and if they ended at that that's fine because those are just facts but if you're like oh like they don't even care about their family they're dumb or you know if they start thinking about or talking about um, or changing other people's like mind on like how to see them it's like I think mm-hmm. that's when it gets negative mm-hmm. why are you laughing Flo why are you smiling <laughs> so, like that's me <laughs> yeah I was like that's me no I'm kidding no I agree with that that's why I kind of agreed and I could see it in like in people that did that and do stuff like that and that's the reason why even though I'm pretty safe when I'm doing COVID and all that I don't post anything on social media because they put everybody puts stories in their mind they always, you know, gossip, and that's the thing they do. So it's a toxic trait that people do it, but it's not like I don't want to put oil in fire, right? They're already burning up, so I'm not going to make it worse just by posting on my social media and letting them know that I'm having fun. Um, so mm-hmm. that's why, yeah, that's true. Historical question. To what extent will are people willing to change? Or to what extent do you think a change has to happen for you guys? I actually have a good quote for that. So... um Jacob Broad said this. He said, consider how hard it is to change yourself and you'll understand what chance you have to trying to change others. So you have to kind of put yourself in that other person's shoes and um, understand where they come from, like why they act the way they do um, and see like, see how you would feel if that person told you the same thing. When do you think you should leave like a friendship a relationship with these toxic people the moment it impacts or like it impacts your actual personal life the moment you start feeling like you're starting to pick up things from that person or the moment you just don't feel happy anymore Mm -hmm. because i like the i feel like most of the reason why you would actually be staying with that toxic person is because you're still getting something out of that person that's positive uh, but once mm-hmm. you start realizing that that positive thing that isn't useful anymore, then I give up on trying to change that person and eventually just leave. Because all I'm intaking is negative stuff at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important to ask the question, like, why are you still here with this person? And why are you still trying? Mm-hmm. I would ask, too, like, do you see yourself being friends with them in the next 10 years? Mm-hmm. And usually if you know that person's toxic and you definitely know that you don't want them in your life, then you'll know. It's like same thing as like saying like, oh, would I regret this in 10 years? And then you would, you know, prefer like you would decide on if you wanted to um, do it or not or buy it or not, you know. But that's a thing too. Like if you don't see yourself being friends with them in the next 10 years or even five years, like um, I think that's when, you know, to like, don't waste more time on them. Mm-hmm. I do want to bring up one thing actually. I realize that um, I guess the way people act towards you is a reflection of how you act towards them to a certain extent. Um, so if there's something that you don't like about your friends acting towards you, it could be potentially that is because of how you act towards them. Um, so I realized eventually that um, somewhat I was, I was kind of toxic uh mainly because i was shit well okay i was pretty in a different way a lot of people are okay with shit talking me and for me it's cool it's fine 
or like shit talking me, but as a joking way, right? And that's completely fine with me. But the reason why they do that isn't because I am who I am, or it's not because like I let them do it. But it's I started realizing that it's because I shit talk them too. So I shit talk them, and as a way, they shit talk me back as well. And then eventually, even though I don't shit talk them anymore, they'll still shit talk me. So I started realizing that because like it, it's something that's re been recurring, right? And usually that's why I guess people like they you know they know I take it as a joke, so it's not that bad. But then I started wondering like why the like why how come everybody friends from different groups or friends from different countries they all, all act the same way against me. So I I started thinking about it, and then I started seeing my actions, and I started realizing how toxic I was in terms of like gaming stuff like that. Like if I'm gaming with a friend. And someone's garbo. not doing as good. Yeah. I was like, you're straight garbo, bro. You're shit. Stuff like that. <laughs> like, it triggers them. So then, obviously, when they see the opportunity to do that to me, they'll take it. To the point where even if I stop doing it, they'll keep doing it. Uh, so then sometimes but, it's a reflection of you. Yeah. But you see, the fact that you know it and you try changing or maybe you didn't or you did change. I'm trying to change, <laughs> trying to change that now. I'm trying to change that now, yo. But... but no, because people uh -huh. actually don't realize that they don't they don't see it within their own eyes. You That's know what true, I mean? Yeah. They're blinded by it, dude. And the fact that you actually acknowledge it, it just shows already like a character. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never mind. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I, I want to mention one thing as well. Like we were talking about dropping a friend, and you know there are so many reasons why people struggle with dropping friends because. You may lose other friends that has to do with that friend. You may, mm. um, they may because because you know they are toxic. You don't know what they're gonna tell up like you know other people about you. So I don't think dropping a friend like you telling them that you don't want to be friends with them is a good idea. I think there are definitely other ways of dropping friends. So my, what I usually do to drop my friends is. I just I just stay nice and then slowly I just stop talking to them and if you're like actually confronting them like I don't like this about you I don't like your attitude I don't want to be your friend and it it never ends well so don't do that <laughs> don't do that no, I, I actually really agree with Jane on here because um uh I know like people who are toxic they tend to be very good manipulators mm-hmm so they they have a like good way to like tell other people like oh like change other other people's views about like you know other people. So definitely it's you you can't just yeah it's it's dangerous. Yeah. I mean I mean even in that kind of situation you can't really I mean for me personally I've never really ended a friendship but it's more of like oh you just stop texting. You're not really ending it, but you're just like, oh, acquaintances. Yeah. Wait, Sandy, you have you have encountered something like that though. I remember Sandy was telling me a story, or is this no? The, no I, I I could tell. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but let me tell you about a story. So I used to have a toxic friend um, who I didn't realize was very toxic because I was this like nice person. I, nice, not quote unquote. I I was like I was nice and kind of naive back then because i was like oh you know people are just 
really mean um but people like had a really negative view on her because she would always talk about really bad things about other people and um obviously you know if you start bad mouthing other people people won't like it um but i was roommates with her because i i was okay with her for a while or i tried to be okay with her um i just didn't like i guess I just wanted to accept her as who she was. But then the more I lived with her, the more I realized like, wow, I definitely don't want to live with someone who might possibly like do something to me personally. Um, I remember one time we had another roommate and uh, she just, she told, she actually confronted this person and she was like, Oh, like when you bring people over, can you let me know beforehand, like if they're staying overnight, which is reasonable, right? Um, and she, and then my friend, quote unquote, uh, at the time, uh, she got really upset about it. And so when this other roommate of ours, she left, um, my toxic friend, she took some, what what's it called the the things that make you go to the bathroom laxative or something laxative she took some laxative put it crushed it up and put it in her milk and also in her water and i was i told her straight up i was like i'm not part of this like i don't think you should be doing this and she was like oh i don't care and um yeah so i was just like oh okay um but after that i was just like i had to keep thinking to myself like do I want to continue living with this type of person? Hell no, you about I to just, drink that laxative drink? Yeah, oh no, I was, I, I was just like, I'm, I'm done with this crazy stuff. So I did move out and uh, we stayed friends for a good month or so. And then I was like, because I was at that point in, in time where I wanted to put myself out there and stop being like this introverted person um who didn't want to like go out and make friends right so i was like okay i'm just gonna go out like i'm gonna rush for a fraternity um put myself out there and when she found out about it she was like oh why are you rushing for this fraternity you shouldn't be doing that like those people are toxic like I'm scared that you're going to leave me and not be friends with me anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And then um, I just, I was just like, oh, no, we're still going to stay friends. Like, it, just because I'm meeting new people does not mean I'm going to stop talking to you. And then she was just like, oh, I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. And we talked it out and I thought we were cool and stuff. And then when I texted her the next day so we could, like, hang out and go to, like, this club meeting, right? She just never responded back to me. And I got really upset because she's the type of person that's on her phone 24-7. And then I received the text the next day. It was, like, supposedly from her boyfriend, right? And it said, oh, um, this toxic friend is sleeping right now. Um, I will come out and, like, get whatever you borrowed from her. And so when I went to return, like, my friend friend's stuff, I straight up told her boyfriend, I was just like, oh, this person is being so immature about this. Like, if she's going to do this type of stuff, like, I don't care about being friends with her. And, like, when she's ready to be my friend, she's welcome to come back anytime. 
and then that's that's the end of our friendship um <laughs> wait dude you've never told me about the laxative part i've oh, never holy did you dodge the bullet though no, yeah, job. no, I definitely did. Um, she she tried to. Um, I think it was just last year. She tried to talk to me at this um, social gathering, uh, and I she was like, "Oh, that. I'm I'm sorry for all the things that I've done, um, and that uh, I should have like I was dealing with my problems at the time. Like I shouldn't have like done this thing to you, and but." And she was like, oh, but I felt like you gave me, like, just two options and stuff. And then I was like, I didn't really give you any options. Uh, she's not, but not sorry. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, she's just making excuses. And I definitely don't want to have her in my life again. And she was like, oh, like, I want to be friends again. And I was just like, no, I'm sorry. I don't want to be friends. Like, I'm okay with us being acquaintances, but I don't want to be friends. And that was the last time I talked to her. Damn. <laughs> See, uh, wait, wait. Crazy. Real question, though, because I'm pretty sure all the viewers would be very curious. Did your friend drink the water and the milk with laxative in it? They actually did. Um, I did hear them go to the bathroom a, oh! a little bit. But I don't think it was I don't think it was that bad because it was like at the very bottom of the drink. Like I don't think it even dissolved. Oh, it didn't dissolve. Oh yeah. But didn't they kill it anyways? Like they didn't finish the drink, the milk eventually. I have no idea. I just remember like the day after that happened, um, I just heard heard the bathroom going off a bit. But <laughs> maybe I was just also uh you know hearing things i don't know um <laughs> so I, I really don't know what happened there uh i just i, I was kind of at fault for not like telling my other roommate but like i wasn't close to her at all i barely even talked to her no honestly it's not your job to be in part of it as soon as you tell them that they did that to it you're involved in the drama so and i think it was better the, that you're gonna become yeah, the next target yeah i think it was a lot better that you didn't do anything about it I think just the fact that you said that no, you don't want to be friends is already like a good way to move forward with your life. Dang. Yeah, no, I I just didn't want to deal with that type of person. It was like a lot of stress on my life, like unnecessary stress. So for for the viewers out there, if you feel like you're just mentally drained from being friends with a person, honestly, just cut them off. Like they're not worth it. It only took one question. To get that hand yeah that person <laughs> i was about to put the name out that's why i was like oh shit wait <laughs> Hank. Hank. one more thing about uh what sandy said you know like she was the type of person that no one actually liked because of everything she's done you know honestly um I have friends like that too where it's like I hear things from them before I even became friends with them and like as much as you want to like you know just see them as um who they are the person like just just her to see it as like someone that you don't know like eventually you realize when you hang out with them you know why people talk to talked about them and told me to be careful or whatever but honestly mm -hmm. it takes one person only one person to change who they are and if all those toxic people are saying, hey, don't hang out with her, don't hang out with her, um, 
you know, like it only takes one person to change. And now you could tell other people like, hey, don't tell me what to do with her. Like she's changing right now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't like avoid it completely because people are talking crap about them before you even get to know them because um, they could change. You could they be could the change. difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. Yeah, no, I, I believe people are capable of change. And uh, I don't know if like my friend in the past has changed from then um i hope she has um but i i do believe people are capable of change mm-hmm. there, there's, there's always going to be something that will change in their life i mean honestly sandy after that life-changing story i would have been like damn this is just like a good story though just in general like people would not expect that because you know people are crazy in this world they would try to fuck you up no matter how you know they would put you at your your knees dude mm-hmm. and it's insane yeah. i yeah, think I, and the I, way people talk down. I believe honestly though that it's important to let the person know well, okay it's it's a risk but i believe that it's effective and it's important to let the person know before you leave the friendship that the reason why you left it so for me with my my old friend i told him straight up that I left the friendship because I thought he was toxic and I just didn't, I just didn't vibe with him, you know? And hopefully the fact that I left might've hurt him. Um, but because he's aware of the reason why he lost a friend, uh, maybe he's going to switch. That's crazy. I like Bernie's cause I've never like cut anyone off. Usually, even if I had like problems with them, I would be the first one to apologize and end the friendship. For me to end a friendship, I always apologize for whatever I did. And then um, just hear what they have to say, apologize, no apologize. It doesn't matter for me. I That's my way of um, breaking Saying goodbye. It. Yeah, it's mm. like I, I tell them that I'm sorry before I regret it in the future. And now I never get the chance, um, you know, have a chance to tell them that I'm sorry. So whatever I do, whatever I had, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, uh, and this and that, and then I—that's how I end it because I feel better about it. I was gonna say that I was not the confrontation type of person before until after that toxic friend. Um, it definitely like opened my change. eyes to yeah, change and how people c- could change. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just gonna say that no matter what, even though you're making a friend, don't let that friend stop you from making more friends. That's just 100%. you know, there will there will be so many people with different personalities that you'd be surprised. And I think uh, a huge like and a quote that I really like as well. I don't know exactly word by word, but it, it said that a friend that's only like a friend that you just barely met could be more influential or more impactful mm-hmm. than a friend that's been your friend for like five years or more. So, you know, just because you're afraid of that one friend, like losing that one friend because you've been friends since like child, uh, doesn't mean you should stop yourself from doing anything because of that one. Because maybe in a couple of days, you'll find someone that's more, that's better for you. I have a question. I have a question. What do you think about a toxic friend that um, because you're friends with them, other people sees you differently too? Ooh, that's a good question, actually. That's a really good question. I've had that happen to me before. And it's like, it makes me insecure about, because I don't, I still have the confidence in like the friendship and everything, but it's more like, damn, like. I believe that those people that see you differently because you're hanging out with someone that they don't like, they're the ones that are toxic. 
as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Definitely. You got to see it to believe it. That's yeah. what I would like. You can t- talk as many crap as you want about a person, but if I don't meet that person, I'm not going to judge. Same here. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, no, I definitely had that happen to me because I was back then I didn't go out that much, but we were stay, still in the same org together with my friend, quote unquote. Um, and like, <laughs> sorry, I have to keep doing that. But um, so we're in the same org, but I didn't go out that much. Uh, so everyone kind of knew her. And then I was just kind of like in the sidelines. And then when I did went out, like people were like, oh, you're so and so's friend. That's all they knew me as. And I just knew that, like, how they thought of me because of how they thought of her. And it, I mean, in a sense, it's kind of immature, but I feel like this will always happen, even if you're an adult. Yeah. I agree. I think, regardless, even if people want to change, that will never happen because it's just the way they are sometimes. That, it's, that, hard. That meant- it's so hard to because, yeah, the other people, you know, that judges you just because you hang out with that person they're the ones that are immature but it's like they don't even know you and to get that feeling it's like dang is this friend worth hanging out with and it's so hard to choose between like do I want to keep this friend or like try to make like you know new friends because those people that judge you for like you hanging out with someone else they don't even know you in the first place and that Mm -hmm. sucks introduce yourself and prove them wrong like randomly <laughs> when you see when you see the opportunity to yeah i mean yeah of course when that happens and they like open up but yeah don't worry mm-hmm. about them it's like you just because you're their friend it doesn't mean you could like talk to them you know exactly. talk to them as not someone else's friend but as yourself mm-hmm. then you'll be fine but anyways guys so i hope you enjoyed today's episode of toxic friends and how do you change or do people change in general uh, we would like to thank, you know, Sandy for her amazing example, of course. Please check out our challenge videos as well. I think we have around three so far. So please check them out. If you if you had if you have had toxic friends in the past, you know, and you want to give some advice on that, um, please comment below or message us. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to our videos. Send us a message, quick hi, join our Discord channel. Everything is all in the dis- uh, in the description below. And, and we're on YouTube yep. and TikTok. But anyways, thank you for tuning in and string along. We appreciate your hearing, your listening. Fuck. Fuck. We appreciate it. <laughs> but thank you. And Later. Bye-bye.